0: Oh, hey, hey! The Power Ranger Power Coin is one of the rarest uh, Pogs. <gasps> I had one. Do you still have it? No, I,
1: I don't. Oh,
2: sorry. Correct answer is I still have one.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they got wet and something, and then they all
2: like All my Pogs are gone.
1: All my Pogs are gone. Sounds like the title of a really sad song. <laughs> my, <laughs> like all my exes <laughs> live in Texas. All my Pogs are gone.
2: Welcome to Three Guys Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is the semi finals. This week, we're sponsored by gold medals, golden trophies, and
1: goals. That was really impressive.
0: I'm Aaron.
2: I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: Pretty, pretty good, pretty good.
0: Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh,
1: pretty,
0: pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> you <guys are> watching <laughs> Kirby Enthusiasm a lot? Or just, uh, never mind.
1: <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam Wheaties Eater Anderson. They make
0: me strong for the big game. Mm. Do you play a lot of sports now? uh No, but I just like to be prepared. <laughs> Just just in case it comes up. In case you find yourself in the middle of a basketball game you weren't planning for. Yeah, it's like, oh, no,
1: this is a big game. Good
0: thing I ate. Oh, no, I'm in the Olympics. What do I do? Good
2: thing I've been eating my Wheaties. (laughs) Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Wheaties. (laughs) If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Adam has today's first question, so take it away, Adam. What sport should we stop
0: calling a sport? Ooh. Competitive eating.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> people call that a sport?
0: There, some people do. Some people want it to be an Olympic event. <laughs>
1: hmm. Oh my gosh. No, that's just like, oh, that's the worst. Here's
0: the reason why you can't be a sport. Because sports should be entertaining to watch and not disgusting.
2: <laughs> well, also, they should be something where you can have pride that your country won <laughs> Right. <laughs>
1: like it's like oh congratulations your country's the best at eating things in a hurry yes. And like can you imagine that being in the olympics and like s- s- the pa- in like the slums of somewhere is watching it's like oh this is this is their sport they mock <laughs> me with their games
0: think of the pageantry that would be involved but if it wasn't olympics because here's the thing if it wasn't olympic sport They'd have to have food from all over the world. Oh. Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah, that
2: could get complicated. Because,
0: I mean, someone from uh, South Africa is probably not going to have a lot of experience eating a lot of hot dogs really quick on the boardwalk (laughs) in New York. (laughs) Joey Chestnut.
2: (laughs) He's the the South African Joey Chestnut.
1: Can we just talk about his name, Joey Chestnut? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, it's got the word nut in it. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> and chest for where his heartburn emanates. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just such a perfect name. Like you hear the name Joey yeah. Chestnut and you're like, hey, what do you think that guy does professionally? And if your answer is not speed eating, then I don't know who you are.
2: <laughs> I think that's a good answer. Although Andrew, I don't know if people call I
1: don't know if I've heard anyone call that a sport.
0: Um I'm gonna look it up <laughs> to make sure. The
1: Wikipedia page for competitive eating calls it a sport. Wait, it does? Yeah. Well,
2: it, at the I don't want this to turn into the show This Will Never Air Because we did a whole episode where we just basically were looking at that page. <laughs> uh, so I don't wanna I don't wanna cover that ground. We can
1: just cut it off right at the word sport. Competitive eating or speed eating is a sport.
0: Here's the thing. It's competitive eating is a sideshow attraction.
1: <laughs> right. It should say <laughs> competitive eating is one of the most disgusting things that we've ever decided to do with our time.
0: I mean, it's... It, it, yeah. I mean,
1: I, guys, I'm not as down on it as you. I think there's
2: something just, I don't know, rustic and old-timey <laughs> about it that I like. You know, I just like the picture of a bunch of people sitting across a... A uh, a bench, a picnic bench with with plaid tablecloths, eating stuff in their face with blueberry pie like that just, uh, that just makes me happy. It's That's a, fun. It's not a
1: rustic thing, though, like like people in the 1800s didn't sit around and go, let's see who can eat these pies the fastest. They were like, hey, let's see if we can make it through the winter. That was their competitive eating.
0: I they did have pie eating contests, though. Yeah, how else were they going to get rid of all the pies that were just filling up the places? So I know you said you didn't want to go through the Wikipedia page, but there's some <laughs> crazy terminology for different moves. <laughs> oh no,
2: we didn't go through the Wikipedia page. Let's go to let's there's go a to whole this move set. Yeah, so here's eating.
0: some uh, moves or uh, tactics. There's a thing called chipmunking where you try to pack the food into your cheeks during the the final seconds, So you can kind of like, yeah. There's dunking, where you, uh, it's picnic style rules, which you can dunk the food in a liquid to soften it so it's easier Uh. to chew and swallow. There's debris, where you try to keep your eating area clear and vomiting because that's not allowed. (laughs)
2: No, vomiting is also known as a reversal. Yes,
1: <laughs> a reversal of fortune. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I'm interested in the heading, training
0: and preparation.
2: <laughs> There's apparently some rigorous personal training going on here. It
0: even mentions,
2: yeah, for stomach capacity and eating speed, Ed- uh, stomach elasticity.
0: Ed, Cookie Jarvis. <laughs> Some use large
1: amounts of gum in order to build jaw strength.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Retired competitive eater Ed Cookie Jarvis trained by consuming an entire head of boiled cabbage, followed by drinking two gallons of milk every day for two weeks before a contest. <laughs>
1: what? Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, How do they know that's my diet? That's what I eat every day. Oh, here's a good reason it shouldn't
1: be considered a sport. Due to the risks involved with training, the IFOCE actively discourages training of any sort. <laughs> this is so if, if your organizing body discourages you from practicing doing the thing that you are paid to do, you can't be a sport. I've done a horrible thing. Have you trained to do
2: this? I've 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 looked under C also. Oh dear. <laughs> which I always do. And I saw something called
0: mukbang.
2: <laughs> Muk hyphen
0: bang. Um, am I clicking on this? I'm clicking um, on
2: it. It it means eating broadcast, and it's a type of performance in which a host eats large quantities of food while interacting with their audience. Usually done through a webcast. <laughs> oh mukbang became popular in South Korea in the 2010s. In each broadcast, a host will often interact with their viewers through online chat rooms. Many hosts generate revenue through mukbang by accepting donations or partnering with advertising networks. There are several (laughs) genres of mukbang, including cookbang, which is cooking plus mukbang. Um, The word mukbang comes from the Korean words for eating and broadcast. So I'm so
0: glad you read us that whole I am I am, <laughs> I am not starting that uh podcast
2: with you.
1: Oh wow. Well It's just it's such a weird thing. Like there's no way that it can't be what's the best way to put there's no way this can't be perverse in some way. <laughs>
2: Like yeah, that people watch it online. Why don't they watch it in person? Why are they afraid to be seen? What are they doing in Hopefully private? Hopefully, they're
0: wearing clothes while they're watching, because they get the food on them. Yeah,
2: this is weird. All right, well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, <laughs> um. Oh hey, I should answer yeah. right. Um. So the sport that I think we should stop calling a sport is table tennis. Here's why. There's no other Olympic sport that is just a smaller version of an already <laughs> existing sport. There's not like table judo, or or or
1: or table uh gymnastic rings. I, I want to see. I want to see table <laughs> shot put now.
0: <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, I've never seen like foosball as an Olympic sport.
1: <laughs> right.
2: So I mean, that's just like. It's it's. I think table tennis is fun. It's great. I love it. You know. I even respect it enough not to call it ping pong. But wait, why is ping pong bad? Well, because it's a little ping pong. Oh my gosh! Uh, What?
1: (laughs) I don't. uh, Ping
2: pong. Ping pong is a term for racist. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's it's called table tennis. But it's okay, just because I mean, I guess it's not important because Asian people aren't don't matter. No, wait, wait, they're hold really, up! What? They're so funny to you? You think they're they're funny no, with their mysterious just, ways and their ancient wisdom? I'm just learning new words, like uh, when you're comedy. When you're working racist, you call it working ping pong. I'm not going to work ping pong.
0: It's a thing. It's a it's a it's a thing. <laughs> that's,
2: a, that's a thing. I'm telling you, it's a, thing. <laughs> it's a thing. This is getting cut out of the podcast. Um. <laughs> table tennis i or or the other option is let's we'll keep calling it a sport but we have to make table versions of
1: everything of else. every
2: other sport <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we do that i'll be i'll be happy oh my gosh i just realized something amazing what cuz like ra- racing like automotive racing is a sport right mm. i mean pretty much everybody can agree on that mm. <laughs> and then i was like what if we had a what if we had a table version of that but then i re- realized we do it's slot cars
2: right and there's already a table version of boxing the uh, r- <laughs> what's it called rock the, and the rock rock'em sock'em <laughs> robots yeah
1: Wait, is there already a table version of pretty much everything
0: i don't know if there's one for baseball Ooh. we definitely have a tabletop version of war it's called battleship <laughs> Yep. <laughs> we
2: have a tabletop hockey which is um air
0: hockey air hockey yeah. they didn't really try very hard with that one
1: we've got soccer cause there's foosball um I guess there's not a tabletop basketball. Um. Well, those there's those little
2: basket those basketball arcade things. Oh, that's true. I don't know if that's technically a table. But what about,
1: what about tabletop polo? We could, we'd have to breed like tiny horses. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> I know. Little tiny horses,
2: and you get little men, little tiny men to ride them. Yes. Or maybe you train, maybe you train mice to to ride. Ooh. Maybe you train <laughs> mice to ride little puppies. <laughs> Or something like that. Like gerbils riding puppies. Anything
0: riding puppies, really.
2: Well, Squirrels let's be honest, puppies. it's pretty smaller cute.
0: puppies riding puppies.
2: Oh,
0: oh,
2: oh. <laughs> the one on the top is that because he's the junior. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: one is the top, this one's name is Jockey.
2: Gosh, puppies are beautiful. Mm. <laughs> let's just actually scratch this. Let's replace every every Olympic sport with puppies. <laughs> The puppy Olympics.
1: I'd like to see the puppy javelin throw.
2: I would literally schedule all of my holidays and vacation and non-contract days during the Olympics, if that's what it was.
1: Oh, I want to see the puppies swim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, um... puppy hurdles we would
1: to- <laughs> be the best thing.
2: Um, Adam, what about you? Before you get too distracted, I don't want you to forget your answer.
1: Oh, oh so I, do- I think we need to stop giving curling the prestige
0: of calling it a sport hey curling is awesome
1: oh hey 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 um
2: <laughs> hey uh adam um i don't know if you remember but um we're on the good stuff podcasting network <laughs> which is uh what, what, canadian what,
1: what are they gonna do come after me and apologize
2: <laughs> just hey i mean i don't want to push it uh Push it and then and then sweep it. I don't want <laughs> yeah, curling is kinda like it's like um don't mess with my ice nobody- games. Nobody thinks shuffleboard should be in the Olympics. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Why is curling in the Olympics? Like, all of a sudden you make it more slippery. Like, well, then it's a sport, I guess. Have you uh, guys
0: heard the controversy going on right now with curling? Um, There is no, an argument no. between of course using. I haven't. There's an argument whether it is okay to use synthetic fibers for their brushes instead of all natural ones. <laughs> of course. Of course. I
1: didn't think curling could be more boring. <laughs>
0: Well, let me continue to tell you. Some people assume that the synthetic uh materials make it go uh, it makes it easier to smooth out the ice. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. That's a, and that's a big fracas up yeah, there. Yeah, big deal, big deal. Big big deal. It's like in the United States we talk about doping and in Canada they talk about synthetic fibers in their brooms. pretend sport brushes.
1: In their brooms. You know what I've noticed about Canadian sports just generally though?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty much all of them are just slippery versions of other sports. <laughs> Cold slippery versions of something else. Curling is just slippery shuffleboard. Mm. Hockey is just slippery soccer.
2: Right. And Tim Hortons is just slippery McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh I think you're onto something and um Um, Just wanted to say before you leave, all of our Canadian (laughs) listeners, it was nice having you. Feel free to come back sometime when you've uh, forgiven
0: Adam. I don't know if we can ever forgive Adam.
1: I'm not going to apologize, so it's going to make it hard.
0: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Dang.
1: I'm not going to say sorry for my views on
0: girling. Hey, guys, what's the craziest thing that you did when you played sports as a kid? Well...
2: Uh, um, <laughs> uh, so, so I, I was in, um, uh, Taekwondo, Taekwondo, however you want to say that. And I don't, I don't know whether you would say that's a sport or not, but let's just say that's a sport, right? I, th- I think it is. I think it is. It's an Olympic sport. So definitely more than competitive eating. It's more than or table tennis or curling. Um, and for my black belt test, they put you through all of these things you have to do, you know, in order to pass your test to obtain your black belt. A
1: physical challenges.
2: Right, right. A it's, gauntlet. It's, it is a kind of a gauntlet you have to go through. It's way cooler if you call it a gauntlet. <laughs> there was going to be a series of um, sparring matches that I had to go through, right? And the first one, I showed up, and my uh, my instructor, his his name was Master Steve. <laughs> That's an awesome name. He he was he was like half Korean, half black, and and he was like a little short man.
0: He kind of looked like Yoda a little bit. Are, are you sure that you weren't projecting that as a young person with a master?
2: No, I mean he's he yeah, I don't know. He kind of no, he did look like that. Um, and and he was like, all right. Heron, you're going to be fighting Shelly. And I was all, uh. <laughs> cause, like, I, I'm not, not to be sexist or anything like that. But I mean, especially at that age, cause we were both like 12, I had an obvious like physical stature advantage <laughs> <laughs> over her. Um, and she had just gotten her black belt like a um, couple months before. Um, I think. And, uh, and I was just like, well, okay, I, I, I this is kind of weird, but all right. And and it was it was hard to fight her because um hmm. She <laughs> I don't even know how to explain this without
0: being a weirdo. <laughs> I'm really I'm really excited. Oh.
2: She she I shouldn't even say her name, I'm gonna bleep it out. Uh no, she she had a changing body. And, and
0: was she a transformer? She was
2: transforming. <laughs> she was um uh. Anyhow, she was she was previously complaining about the soreness um of. in many areas of her body.
0: <laughs> and you, as a twelve year old, thought this was a good idea to take advantage of this soreness.
2: No, as a twelve year old, I felt really bad. Oh, okay, for having to kick and punch her. Now, now um. In, in this school uh, of, of, uh, of martial arts, when you spar, it's not really, you're not supposed to hit people hard. You're supposed to exercise some, some control. So you're only showing that you can hit somebody. Does that make sense? Like you're, you're basically tapping them. You're not trying to inflict pain <laughs> to hurt them. Cause otherwise you would, everybody would be dead. So, um, but she, for whatever reason, I think she was on strict orders to inflict as much pain on me as possible, (laughs) which made it hard for me. And then I believe she was also under strict orders to, at every possible instance, kick me right between the legs.
0: Oh, and you know how some people say that if they had a time machine, they would go stop Hitler or something. I would go back in time just to watch that. I just watching this
2: fight happen. So, so like the first time it happens, I'm like, oh, okay, oh, funny. You know, I'm bouncing around on my heels a little bit, trying to keep moving to not focus on the pain, and we're sparring. And and then I go, I I go up to kind of, you know, kick her, kick her in her, in her side, in her ribs area. With a with a with a front side or sorry a roundhouse kick and and she just scoops me underneath whack I'm like (laughs) (laughs) and I'm trying I mean this is my black belt test so like I just got I'm keeping going and then and then I'm and then I could. I, I couldn't fight her, though. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to hurt her. She was so much smaller than me. <laughs> and so I was kind of going easy. But but because I was going easy, the fight was going nowhere except to keep repeatedly getting kicked in the jewels. <laughs> and then she, like, after, she hit me a third time, and I was like – at that point, I some switch – <laughs> flipped in my head, and I was like, she's no longer a human being to me. I must destroy her. And I kicked her so hard in her head, I'm surprised it did not explode. <laughs>
0: and
2: and at that point, the fight was over. And um, that's, I don't know, like kicking a girl in the head as hard as I could seems like a bad thing to have done.
1: Did that get you your black belt, though?
2: I think that one moment is what earned me my... No, there was a bunch of other stuff, but... I mean, like, after that, I had to fight, like, two people at the same time and different things. I don't know. There's all kinds of different stuff. But, um, yeah, no, that was just, like, a... it was... I don't know what the test was, because it wasn't, like, afterwards Master Steve came and said, here is what I was trying to teach. No, there was nothing. No information.
0: <laughs> Apparently you failed, then. I
2: didn't know what... I didn't know whether I did good or bad. <laughs> like... I just, I just, I think he was trying to test if I would actually fight her or not.
1: It's a weird test.
2: Yeah, because what's that supposed to teach me? Like, don't go easy on girls. I don't know. Like, no mercy. Just hit everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were the Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that's, I, I feel like that's probably the craziest thing sports related I've been involved in.
1: Oh, man. My story's way less interesting. I mean, well, I mean, that's normal as usual, but I just feel like I, I have to let people know that I know,
2: <laughs> no, just build it up. Act like it's the biggest thing. Like, oh, that's an interesting story, Aaron. Let me tell you a real story.
1: See, I tried that before. And then when I said my boring thing, nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is your boring story? So when I was, when I was a wee person. A small person. I don't. I don't remember exactly how old. Probably like eight or ten or something. I was in Pee Wee baseball, <laughs> and I mean, it was it was kind of fun. I didn't really enjoy going to practices. I liked batting, mm-hmm. um, but I was also really bad at it. So I was stuck out in left field. I don't know whichever field. Uh, the ball never went to <laughs> right field, I think like behind, right field? behind first base
2: out in the, out in the, out in the, is it left field, right field? I don't know. It was
1: watching the dandelions grow. Isn't there a song? About yeah. that? Yeah. Um, actually that's exactly what I did because <laughs> <laughs> nothing ever happened. And like the coach knew I was so bad. He would like, he would, he would watch me go into the outfield and then he'd be like, no nope, further back. Further back. And then he would tell the first <laughs> baseman to get any pop flies that came my way. <laughs> and so I would just be standing out there with literally nothing to do. And like kids aren't good at hitting baseballs anyway. So first of all, mostly nothing was happening. Right. And every once in a while they hear the crack of the metal bat, just like, ping, and I'd look up and like, Oh, it's it's not coming this way. <laughs> then I would just, <laughs> I would, I would play this game with myself where I would stand in one spot for so long to see if, like, the the grass would retain the impressions of my foot. <laughs> that is so sad. <laughs> and then, like, um, I don't know. Uh, and then, like, that. Just picture me making grass angels. <laughs> yeah. And then that, surprisingly enough, got kind of
0: boring. Surprisingly. And so I would, <laughs> I would,
1: I would, I would use my cleats and I would just start, like, digging a trench like beneath my foot and just see how deep I could get it. And then sometimes, sometimes I would actually pick dandelions and like put them in my glove, put them in your hair, <laughs> not my hair, just <laughs> just my glove. And then like, I would, or I would pick grass and just like, see if I could like wad it up into a ball and then like throw it and catch it with my glove. <laughs> I really
0: <laughs> love this story because the question is, what's the craziest thing you did with like sports as a kid? And this is the most boring story I've ever heard that can happen (laughs) to a person.
2: This is, by definition, very not crazy.
1: I don't know. Going to baseball games for me as a kid was basically just waiting until we could go to Dairy Queen afterwards. Usually, while we were there, I'd be like, "Hey, did we win? (laughs) How'd the game go?" Sometimes, sometimes I'd be, I'd feel a little bit ashamed for like how clean my white pants were because I was like, "It didn't. It doesn't even look like I played at all because I didn't." So, like running in, like during the inning change, I would just like slide into a base and be like, "Oh look, I'm dirty now. So I played." Oh my gosh. That's super well, depressing hmm. <laughs> That we would go to Dairy Queen And I would get some ice cream That's pretty crazy man It's crazy How sad that is Oh Yeah I never played baseball So uh, Like to this day I still kind of enjoy going to baseball games Because they're just really relaxing But I don't, I don't know I don't like watching them on TV They're boring on TV
0: I don't think anyone does
2: Oh yeah no, you, and then you eat peanuts and flick them at people, and it's different. People get mad at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, so my my answer, this is a story of when I was in high school, and we were playing football. I'm sorry, I was trying to make how to get the story started. Anyway, so I remember we were practicing one time, and because we were practicing out on the field, it was out in uh, like it was quite a ways from the main building, so like by the locker rooms were ways away. So mm-hmm. we had these uh. Um, porta potty set up <laughs> for practice and <laughs> for your use and for use. So, and since I remember, I I think it was my senior year, and I remember there was this new freshman kid went to go use the porta potty, and someone I don't know who said, "Hey, we should tip that thing over." <laughs> with that kid oh in it. no! And then the mob me- mentality of a senior football player. Everyone's like. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! So we went all over there and decided yes. And so we pushed it over. It wasn't too bad. And the kid and I remember like as it was going, I'm like, oh, this is a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're gonna know it was us, (laughs) right? uh, Luckily for us and the kid, it had been emptied and there was a new one, and nothing happened. It just knocked over. He's like, dude, I was, oh, I was, it was, uh. It was really a, a miracle that that kid's life it was not destroyed. Can you imagine being in high school for the rest of your co- high school career, having been knocked over in a porta potty? Uh, oh. <sighs> oh, yeah, that stinks. Literally.
1: <laughs> good. Good job, Aaron.
2: Um, thank you. Um, I, have you followed up with this kid? No, I don't even remember his name. He was just. To see, to see how he turned out. See if you, he was scarred. (laughs) See if he still got you on a murder list.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the beauty of the mob, mob mentality. There was like a good 20 of us. He doesn't know who it was. <laughs> yeah,
2: but some people's murderous rage knows no bounds. I'm just saying. That's true.
1: I like I like to imagine that he he's like super successful now because he's gone through this ordeal and he's come out on the other side and he's like, okay, I know how to I know how to face adversity. Maybe
2: he invented a non-tippable porta potty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it inspired maybe him. Just, just
1: in whatever way he's successful now. What would
2: you call a porta potty that you couldn't tip over? Like if you were inventing it.
0: Um. Oh man, that's a good question. Um. Man, I, I can't think of anything.
2: I call him. I call him a uh, bottom heavy porta potties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just.
3: I, I don't know. It's
1: hard to think because, like, you, you know those cups that kids have that don't spill, right? Yeah, like they call them sippy cups, but calling it a. Calling <laughs> it a, a sippy port body. potty No, that's, that's not, not a good
2: idea. Right.
0: Um, I like to think that he just, like, had a huge growth spurt, and he's, like, in the NFL right now. Like, he did really well in f- sports after that.
1: Yeah, I, I like to imagine like, that he's doing really well, but just every once in a while, like, he just stops, and his eye, his gaze goes into the middle distance, and he just shivers, <laughs> and then he keeps going on well, about his
2: day. Well, <laughs> I mean, but nothing happened, so it was probably just, like, a wake-up call to, like, I was this close to being covered in crap. Yes,
0: and I want to live my life to the fullest because you never know. You never know a day you're gonna be just covered in crap. You
2: never know when it's just gonna when things are just gonna.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing: I can't think of a name of that porta potty, but I have all the advertising already done. <laughs> when you're the yes, when when you're the most vulnerable, you don't want. Even the slightest breeze to destroying your day. <laughs> the tipless porta potty.
2: Mm. Wow, I've so I've tipped a porta potty over, but never with someone in it.
0: Yeah, um, I,
2: that that's like a new level.
0: It brought <laughs> it, it. definitely opened the world to my eyes. Realized like, oh, I shouldn't do things just because everyone wants to do it.
2: Speaking of not following the crowd, <laughs> um, what game should? Be <laughs> that doesn't even work. That was a great um, segue. I thought my question was different Which is when similar I did that to segue. my answer,
1: which is segue racing. <laughs>
2: okay, so what game should be a professional sport?
1: Uh, this is obvious, and it's Pogs.
3: What?
2: <laughs> oh, man. I miss Pogs. Can
0: I still buy Pogs? Just... Look at this.
2: I had... We had a a um, church activity years ago where we played pogs cuz we thought it would be cool and it was so frustrating <laughs> because nobody there understood how to play pogs That's so sad and it, and and then it felt extra stupid to be the guy who was being picky about how you play pogs dude <laughs> you know what i mean but i couldn't not care it's like no you got to use the
1: slammer I don't right. know the rules either. I was gonna, I was gonna say one, but I don't know them. <laughs> you have to
2: flip the slammer over, guys.
0: I think, I think I'm gonna buy some pogs.
2: <laughs> Are you looking at at pogs on yeah, Amazon? Yeah, you can get
0: a hundred pogs and two slammers for fourteen dollars. Wow.
1: This actually seems a bit pricey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should be just giving them away, I mean, but you, you can know. get
1: two hundred and six pogs for fifteen dollars.
0: <laughs> remember, remember what, what was your favorite pog? Um. I had a pog and it was like super like before it's time and it had Goku on it because oh. because it was like 1996. So no one knew who that was. Right. But I'm like, dude, I don't know who this guy is, but this guy is dope. <laughs> this guy's got some pretty rad hair. Yeah.
1: I had I had some Power Rangers pogs. that were, I, had a, I had a Power Rangers slammer and it had like the lightning bolt on it. Oh, it's
2: kind of... I had I had a Shaquille O'Neal. Pog that just had a big old shack face on it, <laughs> and it just like the way his face looked, he's just like grinning, like mm, I'm shocked. Guys, guys, guys! It just made me so happy. Can we
0: make three guys three question pogs?
1: <gasps> Let's add
2: is it to that, our Patreon
0: Patreon reward goal. There, yeah.
2: Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember though that the problem with pogs is that slammers kept getting thicker and thicker and thicker until they became like. Almost and like a rock um, you're throwing at him. It was like a uh, it was like a giant metal rod you were holding. <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> I learned about pogs and I went to visit a friend in L. A. who who had kind of inside track on pogs, and 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 yeah, he uh, he introduced him to me, and so I was like I was like a, a an early adopter.
0: Yeah.
2: Back when they were actually the ones that came off of milk. Oh right. Like they right. had the little milk tab indent on the top. Yeah, we, we had to go to like a specialty store with some large Hawaiian guy was selling them. Yeah. Did you have, guys ever have those large plastic tubes that were like four feet tall that you'd keep
1: all your pogs in? It was necessary. Yes, those were so satisfying to put the pogs in <laughs> and to take them out. Like I think that's most of what I did with <laughs> pogs was put them in the tube and then take them out. And, and you just watch them go foop, Yeah, let's do it. Let's bring back Pogs. Um, So if we try to bring back Pogs, I think we should partner with an organization called Slam for Hope, which is an annual charity Pog tournament, which exists number one.
2: (laughs) Wait, is this in Seattle? I don't know. It's in Portland,
1: obviously.
2: Or in Portland, yeah. Slam
1: for Hope. They had a tournament called Slam for Hope 2 Slam Harder. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Slim harder is the... Type. It's
1: in Vancouver.
2: <laughs> I'm really... It's in Vancouver, Canada or Vancouver, Washington? I don't know. It just says Vancouver.
1: I hope it's Vancouver, Canada because then it would be slippery also.
2: Well, and then and then we could send um oh, one of our listeners to go... We have a listener from there to go check it out. I think we can do that. Wow. Now I'm just going to look at pictures of Pogs all night. <laughs> That's the problem.
1: Oh, man, but my... You know what my favorite thing about... Pogs potentially becoming like a big Sport is that they would have Like you could put professionals Faces on the Pogs and they'd they'd Be like oh they'd be Like baseball cards
0: except they'd be Pogs
1: Right and like on the back You'd have their stats
0: oh man it's
1: like How many things they slammed and Stuff
0: guys I found a website it Said the title of the the article is Forget business cards make an impression With business Pogs (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: Wait, if you lose your business, Pog, in a in, in a in a Pog game, does that mean they get your business?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But this article says it's the future of advertising.
1: <laughs> I think that's... When's a, that article from? Presumptuous. When is it from?
2: Is that page in like HTML1? <laughs> no. It's uh, from last year. Oh,
0: wow. I wonder if Pogs are going to come back in style. I'm just trying to see if I can actually buy Pogs for, or make my own and then send them to them. And say, make these. I'm looking at slammers. I
2: had this one, the body glove. Mm. Gosh, what a weird time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, such a weird art style. This is great. This is great radio, right? This is great audio, right here. Um, Just everyone listening, just close your eyes and think of pogs. Yeah.
2: Just do a Google image search for pogs. It's amazing. Obviously, we all had an eight ball pog. Everyone had to. Oh yeah. What was that about? What was I, that about? Everyone was deep into the eight I th- balls. I
1: think if you were born anywhere between like 1985 and 1999, you were given an eight ball pog when you were like.
0: Dude, Complex <laughs> Magazine has the ten rarest pogs of the 90s.
1: <laughs> all right, well we gotta we gotta move on. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that we because I'm going I'm falling down the hole here. <laughs> yeah. No.
2: Um. I'm slipping into the Pog
1: Tube. Those are my favorite answers to give, or answers that make you guys just Google things.
0: Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, the Power Ranger Power Coin is one of the rarest uh, Pogs.
1: <gasps> I had
0: one. Do you still have it? No, I, I don't. Oh, uh, sorry. Correct answer is I still have one. Yeah, I'm sure they got wet and something, and then they like gone. All my Pogs are gone.
1: All my Pogs are gone sounds like the title of a really sad song. <laughs> my (laughs) like all my exes
0: live in texas all my pogs are gone
1: andrew what's your answer i don't want to think about this anymore
0: (laughs) so there is a video game called rocket league those who don't know this game Mm. is Mm -hmm. it is cars with soccer right but not just cars rocket rocket cars cars. this is this video game is the most entertaining game i've ever seen watching someone else play And it needs to be real life. Not playing the game, we need real rocket cars hitting a giant soccer ball (laughs) into nets. Okay, here's the
1: question. Should they be remote control rocket cars hitting a ball? Or actual, like, real life sized cars with people inside of them?
0: Um, Well, I think, you know, it would probably be safe to start off with the remote controls. But honestly, (laughs) test
2: it out that way.
0: The the end game is that you are in that car, (laughs) and you are jumping up and doing backflips, hitting this ball into this net. It's like
2: inside inside of a metal dome, like a metal cage dome, right? Yeah, yeah. I like
1: everything about this idea. Here's the the thing is, it's I'm hundred percent in.
0: It is so interesting. All of my roommates will come and just watch someone else play the game. (laughs) (laughs) It is just so entertaining and it's so close because it's like a soccer game but condensed into 5 minutes. So it's like all of the excitement of a soccer game but really quickly.
2: Right. Yeah, cuz I mean, soccer can, can, for all, for all of its charm, you cannot say it's quick. No.
0: I it, it can be really in, like like intense and it can be very like stressful trying to see what's going to happen. But imagine all that same amount of emotion but like in a 5-minute game. Yes.
2: I've watched people play this. I've watched uh, a Mike Biesterfeld play this on um uh do What's that thing? The Twitch 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 twi- twitch.tv. Mhm. <clears throat> and it looks quite it looks quite enjoyable and I was um I was very sad to learn that I there's no way for me to play this game.
0: Yeah, I don't think they have it for the Mac so yet.
2: They don't. And even if they did, I doubt my Mac could handle it.
0: <laughs> I don't know, you'd be surprised. But anyway, it's uh I love that game, and I would watch professional Rocket League a lot.
2: Okay, but isn't... Okay, yeah, if it's real life. At first, I thought you were saying, like, the actual no. game, and I'm just like, can we have a conversation about eSports? No, we
1: can't. Because if you have to put an E in front of it, it's not sports. <laughs> exactly. Like, in in the name, you're admitting that it's not a sport.
2: And and I'm, I'm saying this as someone who has a brother who's deeply involved with eSports. Is he still doing that? But I I don't think he listens to this, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, so. Like, this
1: will be the sign if he does. <laughs> I I agree with you. And this, I'm somebody who has like watched an eSport tournament and enjoyed it. Like, I didn't watch it. Ironically, I was like, yes, this is a thing that I want to put in your eyes. Put like, want to observe willingly. But
2: but it, just don't call it sports. You yeah, know what it's, I mean? It's not. It's not sports. No, so I don't.
0: I don't want to have people playing the game. Do
2: you sports? have to wear a jock strap to do it? No. Okay. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I do, however, wear a jock strap to podcast. <laughs> I was, if, right now, in fact, that's all I'm wearing. Oh, I, I kind of
1: hope the, the jock the strap visual. Thing,
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Cover that with your robe. <laughs> Just a robe and a jock strap. <laughs> so, wait, so you agreed
1: with me on my answer that pog should be a sport, though. So, does that mean that you wear a jock strap while you pog? If
2: you're doing it right. Well, I'm not an animal. <laughs>
1: yeah you gotta you gotta protect yourself from flying slammers right
0: right yeah flying slammers is the name of my pog team
2: (laughs) (laughs) flying slammers
0: (laughs) um the eight balls um but yeah I want to watch real cars uh, zoom around trying to hit a giant soccer ball into the rocket league
2: yeah I could I could get into that um well, okay, so my answer is a game that i am I am a huge fan of that like i I don't think many people have heard about it because every time I ask people about it, they look at me like I'm stupid. but again, you know, people do that for a lot of things I say, so it's hard <laughs> to tell. Um, but there is a game that I learned in I don't know, at some point in my in my younger days called Pillow Polo.
0: What is? That? I
2: have played that with you. <laughs> pillow polo is what it says on the tin um you play you know how polo works right it's like there's two goals two teams teams. yeah this doesn't have horses so it's like you're you're running around on your feet it's almost like hockey Um,
0: more than polo
2: almost like field hockey um but instead of having some sort of stick you have to use a pillow and and the ball is a dodgeball. And so, you know like a pillow is not a thing that's made for for whacking a ball. It's not
0: made for conducting energy into an object to push it.
2: Right. Yeah, the transfer of energy from swinging arm to to pillow to ball is it's like not efficient. <laughs> and so, that's what makes the game amazing is that you have to plan out so in advance of when you're going to hit that ball <laughs> cuz you got to swing up and it takes a long time and so it means like 9 times out of 10 you completely miss the ball or you hit it on the top of the ball and it just sits there <laughs> you know there you and the, the pillow is the only thing that can touch the ball mm-hmm. so you can't kick it you can't land on it you, you all you can do is is um touch the ball with the pillow now After playing this for a while, some people realized well, the only rule, the only rules are the ball goes into the goal, you score a point, you can only touch the ball with the pillow, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that means I can take the pillow and wrap it around the ball with my hands (laughs) and carry it like a football. And I think in the founding years of Pillow Polo, that was a crucial moment when we all just looked at each other and we're like, okay, yeah, you can do that. But um, I'm going
0: to hit you with my pillow. Yes.
2: Here's the thing. We also realized there's no rules that says you can't hit everyone with the pillow. <laughs> so the moment you pick up the pillow, you become a huge target to be getting whacked with pillows. So there's, it
1: de-incentivizes that move. It's a move you can make. But you people don't do it all the time. I just like how natural that is. I like that somebody wasn't like, okay, stop the game. Let's make another rule about this because Aaron's trying to gain the system. They're just (laughs) like, No, we have weapons on our hands. Let's take care of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So I like
0: I do enjoy Pillow Polo more than, let's say, broom hockey. Yeah. Um, so when I lived in Baltimore, we played broom hockey. A couple times, mm-hmm. and it got real serious real quick. <laughs> yeah, because the first time people were like, I'm just gonna get a broom from Walmart and be okay, and they were just like snapping and breaking. So like next week, we're going all out. So someone like got a broom that would like for the basketball court. That's those big long ones.
3: <laughs> so they got
0: like industrial ones. People are just wrapping their brooms in duct tape. <laughs> but the thing is is there's no way no one not everyone got hurt it was, it was right like the scene from the civil war where they're panning across and seeing all the people injured off on the battlefield but it's all broom hockey injuries
2: <laughs> see that's the other beautiful thing about pillow polo is like you get hurt but you don't get injured like you come out of it feeling busted up but there's no legions there's no there's no bruises there's no broken bones You've just gotten
1: whacked with a pillow a bunch.
2: Yeah, pillow polo. Uh, <laughs> everybody should start playing this, and it should become a professional sport. The
1: pillow polo National League? PPE?
2: Yeah. My team, it, it's... My
0: team is going to be called the Flying Slammers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening. Remember your ratings fuel us. So please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd also love to hear from you. So, where can people get a hold of y'all?
0: <laughs> I'm still on Twitter at a underscore sav.
1: Go! <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at that Adam kid.
2: I'm on Twitter at Aaron LM Goodwin, and I'm also in
1: on the court of pillow polo. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me! Hey, I just thought of something. Uh huh. If pillow polo became a professional sport there would obviously have to be a pillow 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 polo show about that sport but if it was a radio show it would be called pillow <laughs> pillow polo talk polo pillow talk <sighs> dum 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 dum
2: anyhow <laughs> goodbye <laughs> other than that I want you to remember that if it involves a broom it is not a sport I also want you to know that I fought a girl and I liked it no I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I also want you to know that you should consider this a warning to get on the ground floor of the Pog Renaissance. They're coming back. Pog The Pog. <laughs> and I also want you to remember to question everything.
3: In tough economy, are you having trouble finding a job, trying to make it in Hollywood? Well here's a new tip those fat cats on Wall Street aren't going to tell you. It's time to get noticed. BusinessHogs.com is here to help. Get authentic milk caps from the 90's customized with your name and contact information stamped right on the back. With custom designs like the skull, the snake, the eight ball, the yin yang, hologram dolphins and much much more. And designing it couldn't be easier. Go viral with QR codes. Make a great first impression, impress clients, or just be the life of the party. With BusinessPogs.com, you're going to make a statement. These are original caps, so supplies are limited. Order your original custom business caps and receive two free Slammers. And if you order right now, you will receive Cap Attack, tips and rules for the game, written by three-time world champion Pepper Lawson. 150 custom original caps, Slammers and the book, and free shipping, all for the limited price of $100. Save more by buying in bulk. Order now at businesspogs.com.